0: Hello and welcome to Letters Home. I'm your host George Leach. This is episode 14. There aren't as many letters in this episode, but for good reason. And you'll find out the reason very soon. These letters were written in May of 1943. May 2nd, 1943. Dear Mom and Everybody, For the last two days, I've been a busy little bee from morning till night. Day before yesterday, I was helping out in the kitchen washing pots and pans. That's the day the package you sent me arrived. The chicken was sour, and the rest of the stuff was a bit dry and a bit smashed, but it was good. Then yesterday, we went to the rifle range to try out our new guns. Boy, that's... And this is where it looks like censorship shows up for the first time in these letters. It Looks like part of his writing was cut out and removed from the letter with an X-Acto knife. So it reads... Boy, that's... I got... When we got back, we had to take them apart and clean them. It was kind of windy out, and the dust got into every crack on the gun, but it's fun to take apart and clean your own gun. So far, we haven't had any passes, and I don't know when we will get any. It wouldn't take me very long to go see Aunt Mary. Helen's card and letter arrived day before yesterday, but so did 14 letters besides. So, I have to get busy and do lots of writing. Jimmy's dad died, and he went home. It's really a really tough break for him. He can't stay at home very long either. Well, so long for now, Mom, and take it easy. Say hello to all for me. Thanks for the package. Your son, George. The next letter is in an envelope that's smaller than normal. At the top left, it says, War and Navy Department's V-Mail Service, Official Business. At the top right corner, It says penalty for private use to avoid payment of postage. Grand Central Annex is stamped just beneath that. On the actual letter, there's a panel at the top for the addresses as well as a censor stamp. It's a small piece of paper with tiny writing beneath the panel. It's dated May 13th, 1943. Dear mom, dad, and everybody, this is just about the first time I had a chance to write you a letter since i left from the last camp back home. As you probably have guessed after not hearing from me for quite a spell, We have finally come across and are stationed somewhere in England. I like it here very much. The food is swell, so is the weather. The English people are tops too. They treat us just fine. Mom, I didn't get a chance to send you a card or anything for Mother's Day, but I'll make up for it the first chance I get. There's plenty of things I could write about, but the capacity of this sheet is limited, so I'll close for now. Don't worry if my mail is a bit late from now on. I'll write as much as I can. Say hello to everybody. Your son. George. P.S. Note the change in APO number. It's 634 now. This next letter is also a smaller one with another envelope that says V-mail service. Stated May 16th, 1943. Dear Mom, Dad, and all, today I received my first batch of mail. That is, if you call three letters a batch. I got one from you and Charlie, and the other two were from Florence. It sure was good to hear from home. I'm glad you folks had a nice time on Easter. I wanted to call you up, but it's hard to do so if you are traveling on a train. Today is the first time I got a chance to go to church since Palm Sunday. Now I feel better. Well, Mom, I can use the English money fairly well, and I can understand them good when they speak. Yesterday, for the first time, I went to the pub or beer garden to you. They serve only warm beer, and it costs one shilling and four pence a glass. The glass contains a pint. I have a couple of English pals about Polly's age. They sure are cute. It's nearly 11 now, and lights are supposed to be out, so I'd better close now. So long, and don't work so hard. Your son, George. May 24th, 1943. Dear Mom, Dad, and all. Your letter of May 11th arrived the 22nd, which was Saturday, and I sure was glad to hear from you. Gee, I forgot all about yours and Dad's 23rd wedding anniversary, so accept my belated congratulations. I would send you a card, but that is hard to get around here. I sorta thought you folks were expecting me to call you on Mother's Day. I would have, too, if I was anywhere near a phone. You know, it's hard to find a telephone booth anywhere in the Atlantic Ocean. My buddy bought a bike last week, but I seem to be riding it more than he is. Saturday, I rode to town and bought some French fried potatoes for six pence a bag, and they tasted just exactly like you make them. They were really good. Then yesterday, which was Sunday, I went to church in the morning, a Catholic church. After that, I had dinner, wrote some letters, then I went bike riding. I rode all over the place, and it's really pretty. Everything here is clean and neat. There's a couple of small kids around here that come around every once in a while. And one kid, who's about as big as Polly, is my gang. I always give him candy or something if I have it. So, I was invited up to their house Saturday for tea. I had a nice time too. The kids around here don't get much candy due to rationing, but the soldiers give them sweets once in a while. So everybody is happy that way. Tell Polly thanks for the swell letter he wrote me. It looks as if both of us are going to get bikes. Tell Paul he's doing fine in school. And keep up the good work. I hope Johnny is doing as well. When your letter arrived, a letter and card came from Helen. I got a kick out of that card and I'll show how when I write Helen a letter. Say, what's Helen getting the shots for? It's now 8 a.m. in the morning. I have had breakfast, cream of wheat, pancakes, bacon, coffee, grapefruit juice, bread, and butter. So I'll have to go to work now. I've got a good job and I like it fine. Well folks, I'll sign off for now. I'll write Helen tonight if I've got nothing else to do. Cheerio, and write soon. Say hello to everybody for me. Your son, George. All right, time for thoughts about episode 14. This episode was a short one, but for good reason. Gigi made the trip overseas and is now somewhere in England. So with the trip overseas, he wasn't able to write as much, but my guess is that he'll get a larger batch of letters soon, and that will mean he probably writes more as well. He didn't mention censorship in any of these letters, but it showed up for the first time. In movies that deal with some form of government censorship, like All the President's Men or The Report, you often see a marker through some text, but here a part of the letter was just cut out. It's really cool to see that he's enjoying England and exploring it on a bike. Having lived in and traveled to different parts of Europe, I know that it can be really exhilarating when you get a chance to go explore new places like that, see the culture and countryside. It'll be interesting to hear more about these explorations in future letters. He seems to be enjoying the food and people in England very much and it's just neat to hear about. So until next episode, cheerio! This has been Letters Home. Letters Home features music by Scott Buckley. Music by Scott Buckley can be found at www.scottbuckley.com.au. Thanks for listening and tune in next week to Letters Home.